0: Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. So, as most of you will know, one of my most cherished things in the entire world is, in fact, money. And I say that without any degree of shame. Money makes you a better person. When used responsibly, not only does it enable you to take care of yourself, to become the very best version of yourself that you can possibly be, which will in turn benefit those around you, it allows you to take care of other people not just family members and friends in need, but charities and political parties of your choice, homeless people on the street, there are many wonderful things you can do with money to make the world a better place. And one of the best things you can do with the money that you earn is invest it in our western capitalist economy. Whether you're starting a business or looking to buy property, tall order nowadays but still something to aspire to, Thus contributing to the glorious merry go round of free market capitalism that over the past hundred or so years has made the Western world so wealthy and our standards of living so comparatively high compared to other parts of the world and indeed to other points in history. Which is why I'm always so puzzled when leftist activists rear their confused little heads and claim to be anti-capitalist, despite not only the reams of evidence demonstrating capitalism is actually a good thing, but also the reams of evidence demonstrating that other ways of organizing an economy, that is, socialism and communism, are, for lack of a better word, crap. Nevertheless, these people exist in droves and continue to irritate the proverbial crap out of hardworking capitalists like you and me, looking to earn an honest living and create happy, prosperous lives for ourselves. Which is why it is with no small degree of incredulity, shall we say, that I inform you of the Toronto anti-capitalist cafe called the anarchist that has recently gone bust and is closing its doors on the 30th of May after only one year of doing business, thanks to, well, a lack of capital. But it's not just the irony of this anti-capitalist cafe closing that should make you raise your eyebrows, it's the alarmingly radical ideology of the owner that will make you go, oof, why wasn't this guy on a list? Have a look at this from Blog Toronto posted in May last year. The Anarchist is a worker-owned, anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop, and community space. Gabriel opened the space after leaving Vancouver due to its unwelcoming sense of classism. Though he never felt comfortable working in a coffee shop in BC, he knew if he were to have one of his own, it would have to adopt the values that occupy such a huge part of his life. A place devoted to radical leftist politics, revolution, ending capitalism, improving the world's economic system that benefits everyone and not just elites, and most importantly, sparking conversations that will help implement these ideas. Other than delicious coffee, which Gabriel is most definitely an Expert in. The shop has a rich selection of progressive political books that he's selling at wholesale prices. I was happy to try some great light roast espresso here. I even tried my first espresso tonic, which is something of a micro revolution in itself. I highly recommend paying a visit to Gabriel at 190 Jarvis Street. If not for great coffee, for even greater conversation. So, to be clear, the Anarchist Cafe wasn't anti capitalist in the sense that it was operated in a communistic way. On the contrary, it operated very much as a for-profit business, to the point where one of the questions on the cafe website's FAQ section is, why are your prices so high? On top of that, the cafe is also a shop and sells everything from anarchist-themed stickers and tote bags to communist and anti-capitalist books and propaganda. More on that later. Anyway, let's first take a look at the closing down statement from the owner, Gabriel Sims Fewer which should give you a reasonable idea of what we're dealing with here. Sadly, the Anarchist will be closing its doors on May 30th. It's been an amazing experience, connecting with so many great community members, sparking desperately needed debate, raising the blood pressure of conservatives, that includes you, anarcho-capitalists and libertarians, fulfilling the dream of most service workers by not having to tolerate the presence of professional class traders, pigs and military, and experimenting with living and working in ways that don't enthusiastically embrace the pure misanthropy of capitalism. Unfortunately, the lack of generational wealth slash seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources left me unable to weather the quiet winter season or to grow in the ways needed to be sustainable longer term. The Anarchist has been a huge success in every way I hoped and has given me so much inspiration and education that I plan to put to use in future projects. Keep an eye on the Instagram page to see what I end up doing next. F the rich, F the police, F the state, F the colonial death camp we call Canada. Solidarity, Gabriel, AKA The Anarchist. Right. Okay. So what does Gabriel the Anarchist mean by lack of generational nor wealth slash seed capital? Well, this is answered in the FAQ. Where did you get the investment capital vomit to start the business? Hmm. I bet Gabriel wouldn't be vomiting now if someone offered him a bit of investment capital, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, get this. I didn't. Pop Coffee Works, who are my house roaster and landlord at the cafe, extremely generously offered to let me take over their pre-existing cafe for six months for free. After that, I'll be paying them a very discounted rent. Without their incredibly anti-capitalist generosity, the cafe would never have happened. I would never have been able to afford to start my own business without selling my soul to some sketchy investor. So all I had to pay for at the start was anything I wanted to sell, and the internet and utilities. Even that was a lot more money than I had, but with the magic of credit card debt, I was able to get the ball rolling and have gradually been adding to the shop as things sell. Wow. So as we can see here, Gabriel the anti-capitalist, defender of the downtrodden and sticker to the proverbial man, is actually the beneficiary of a massive amount of privilege. Rather than having to go through the usual hell small business owners must go through of finding and paying for a venue for their business, he was literally gifted the spot for six months and then would only have to pay a discounted rent. And in any case, the so-called magic of credit card debt is a much worse deal than finding an investor and taking their money in exchange for them owning a small chunk of the business, I would have thought, considering the exorbitant and currently rising interest rates that banks tack onto credit card debt. Why would you rather deal with a bank than an investor? Seriously. Especially if you are supposedly anti-capitalist. And speaking of being anti-capitalist, Gabriel isn't just some idealistic peace, love, and happiness hippie. What struck me when I was checking out the cafe website and Instagram was that the products he sold in the cafe's shop were, at least in some cases, direct incitement to violence and law-breaking. Observe. Be gay, do crime. No justice, no peace. Riot. Become ungovernable. Too many cops, too little justice. Eat the rich. Compost the rich. Queer anarchy now. Educate, organize, revolt. Then there was this on the cafe's Instagram, which, well kind of speaks for itself doesn't it clearly gabriel is an extremist who given his evident support for terrorists like che Guevara should probably be on some sort of government watch list in my opinion But as we see every time a university student wears a t-shirt with Che Guevara or Fidel Castro etc on it, it is culturally acceptable to publicly support violent left-wing dictators regardless of how many deaths they are responsible for, when in reality, people who support and espouse this kind of ideology should really be treated like people who support early 20th century German nationalism, to use the YouTube-friendly code terminology. That is, with complete disdain and extreme caution anyway at this point in time gabriel has not been able to move the anarchist towards employing any extra staff it has just been him the whole time but had the cafe continued he did have a plan for how he would operate the business were he ever in a position to hire anyone else are you a workers co-op not yet The cafe is currently a sole proprietorship as it is a one person business. I'm working hard to grow the business to the point where it can financially support more workers. Once there are multiple workers, my goal is for all of us to make the same wage, a living wage or above, and all to have completely equal decision-making power within a consensus-based democratic system. Interesting plan that, believe it or not, has been tried before at least once in the form of the garden, diner and cafe in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It too rejected the idea of having a boss or management with decisions being made collectively by all staff. So what happened to it? Did it thrive under this communistic business model? Well, not quite. The restaurant had no bosses and decisions were made collectively by the staff. The workers decided when to open and close leading to highly irregular hours. Customers might come to the establishment to eat only to find it closed. All workers were paid a living wage, meaning relatively unskilled workers would earn just as much as workers with more skills. Moreover, customers were not allowed to tip, meaning there was really no way for workers to be rewarded for exceptional service or work. Not surprisingly, this meant the restaurant experienced higher costs and lower revenues. Patrons often complained not just about the hours, but of the sometimes 40-minute wait to receive a sandwich and after five years of business the garden diner and cafe closed its doors in 2016 for obvious reasons honestly i'm surprised it lasted that long had the anarchist remained open and been able to afford more staff to create this kind of business model he likely would have gone the way of the garden look the moral of the story is of course that capitalism works and is a good thing Anyone who disagrees with that has a complete and willful ignorance of economics and of history. And while I I am genuinely sad that Gabriel had to close the anarchist, I am never happy when small businesses fail. I'm hoping the experience might cause him to do some reflection on his radical leftist politics and maybe at some point in the future, come over to the dark side.